Hello everyone and welcome back to Politics Relaxed Podcast. We've got kind of a last minute sort of recording that I've tried to cobble uh, together uh, from the people we've got around. So thank you everyone uh, for making it here. We've got Piers Cameron and uh, Rajan uh, who are all um, here to talk about uh, the new restrictions that have been introduced by uh, Boris Johnson today at about four o'clock. Um, so uh, London and a lot of um, London is uh, going into uh, a tier four, which is effectively the same rules as a lockdown before. Um, it's not particularly a shock, I don't think, to many people, because um, Keir Starmer earlier in the week on Wednesday said that we should be going into lockdown in London. And um, also, uh, there we go, Tommy's just joining. And um, also, uh, the media got hold of it um, quite early. So uh, does anybody want to start with their opinions on this lockdown? Should we be going into lockdown? Or should we be letting people have a normal Christmas? Well, I, for one, am, am pretty pissed off. Uh, I think that what we've done here is we have cancelled people's Christmases. We've made it very difficult for people to meet up at a time when so many want to. And I, I think on top of that, so many people now going into this tier four, um, I think we've we've rushed into another decision without stepping back and looking at where we are at what we've done this year so far and what we can improve on so this is something i've had a complaint about in a lot in the last few months i felt as though we rushed into another lockdown uh, without thinking uh, and, and in the end that lockdown clearly hasn't worked because we're going into a lockdown less than two weeks after coming out of another lockdown. So we have to think, what, what are we doing and why is it not working? Because if we carry on doing this forever, all we're going to do is ruin people's lives and ruin our economy. So we need to, we need to try and come up with some better solutions than this because tier four is it's just a, a code for lockdown in my book. And I'm not happy, I'm not happy at all. Uh, yes, yeah, strong uh, start there. Um, well, I don't think it's fair to say, to be honest, that the lockdown didn't work, because if you look at the uh, deaths, if you look at the cases, they've, we have seen a decrease, but now in London especially, it's starting to go up, and that's why they've introduced the measures. Tommy? Um, well, I think that the government has taken the right steps to put us into another lockdown for Christmas time. I think that if they can do it for Hanukkah, uh, if they can do it for other uh, nationalities, other religions, I don't think it's very fair. And I don't, I don't see why they should have to reopen up everyone meeting each other and ease the rules just for an occasion and to essentially retrace the steps and go back to square one to where we were a few months ago and really a worse place than we were. And I, I understand that it that some people may be wanting to meet their family members and like especially elderly people who may be closer to dying, it worries them. But I don't see why they should have to ease it just for for something when we've done all this hard work to get where we, where we are and in a much better place than we were in like, like, like let's say last March, like where the our rate was going up. Yeah. Um, well, if we look at the uh, social media reaction, it's uh, not been uh, very uh, positive uh, for the government. Um, 
I've heard people saying that they're not going to stick to these rules and they're going to break them, uh, which cannot be good. Um, I put an Instagram poll up uh, on our Instagram. Go and follow it. It'll be linked in description. 57% of people said they don't support the uh, COVID-19 reactions. We haven't got official polls yet from uh, YouGov, but um, the trends that we're seeing is not good from the government. Uh, we saw the poll uh, the other day, though, that 50% of people would go and see other family members. So maybe that is sort of staying that way. And it cannot be good uh, for care, uh, for um, ICU beds. Um, Piers, uh, what do you think about this, uh, about this uh, measure? Is it drastic or is it the right move? Um, I'd, I'd say it's understandable um it was it was always on the table it, it it was always a possibility to happen uh many people will be annoyed by this i can already see piers corbin picking up his pitchfork um but apart 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 from that i mean christmas is not only an important time for for um like you know get together seeing family and all that um but also um it's an important time economically for companies around around the uk um so it can definitely be said that this um this lockdown because it's essentially the lockdown will have a, a an, an impact on um on on businesses uh, maybe like even more so than uh, some of the previous lockdowns yeah, I mean, uh, that's uh, well put, and I think it's an important point to uh, remember that these businesses are going to be greatly affected by this and probably already have, and it cannot be good for all this. Uh, for all this. Um, yeah, Piers Corbyn, uh, Jeremy Corbyn's uh, brother, he's been arrested uh, a few times over this uh, pandemic for breaking lockdown rules, going to uh, anti-lockdown protests. Do you think we'll see another flare-up uh, in anti-lockdown protests? Because that is another... A possibility, and it couldn't be good uh, for cases. Uh, Cameron, I see you nodding. What do you think? Yeah, I think we are going to see an increase in anti-lockdown protests because it's really clear that the government have lost the people now, and and this is, I don't say people have criticised the government's communication throughout the course of this pandemic. I don't think it's actually the government's communication. On this issue. I think at the start of this pandemic everyone was very willing to do exactly what the government said um, and I think as the pandemic has gone on that willingness has decreased and decreased and now we're at a point where the government are introducing such drastic dystopian measures um, at times when they tell us they're not going to. We're clearly seeing an issue here and people are not going to carry on listening to this government and it's, it's worrying because perhaps there is the scientific evidence to say that what the government is doing is correct, but we're not seeing it at the moment. And we don't know that what we're going to do is going to work because so much that we have done this year hasn't worked. The virus is still going to be around afterwards, but people will have in this time committed suicide, mental health will have decreased, businesses will have gone bankrupt and our economy will be ruined. So maybe the balance is gone. That's just what I'm seeing at least. Yeah, I can definitely see where you're coming from on that point. And I, I recognise it as well that people have lost 
support for these uh, lockdown measures we can see now. I know you've been very supportive generally of this government throughout the pandemic, but I've seen that support start to fade away and that's quite worrying. Um, Rajan, uh, what do you think about the tearful measures? So for me, I'm not really in much of a position to speak because I don't really have much experience. I don't live in the UK currently. So from that, I'd like to ask you lot. Based on, based in England, based in London, I know a few, I think maybe all of you, a few of you might, uh, live in London. What do you see in the public? Do you think that it'll work in the perspective of when you've seen, when, you, when you've been in lockdown, when you've been in tier three and tier two, have you seen a public drive and a public unity in order to curb coronavirus uh, i'd like to open it up to the floor anyone would like to respond to that in the first in the first lockdown there was a lot of support there was a lot of um kind of like cohesion i felt and i think the majority of people supported those measures but i think over the next few days we're gonna kind of gauge whether it'll be on social media or through polls we're gonna gauge how supportive the public is from like i didn't Sorry, sorry for Felix for interrupting, but I, can't, I, I, I meant um, not just about public unity, about do people obey lockdown rules, like regular our, people, the public? Our generation, I do, I haven't, in the, last, in the last lockdown, I did not see it. I saw people on Instagram posting pictures in big groups, and that cannot be good, and it's very worrying. Um, Tommy? Yeah, I, I would agree. I think in the first lockdown, we saw people... I think in the first lockdown, we saw like a real togetherness, I guess you'd say. But I think as time has gone on, um, like I went a few months ago to Westfield with, I went a few months ago to Westfield and they had big signs up like everywhere, wear your mask correctly, uh, nose, mouth, keep your space, two meters. And I was very surprised to see nobody wearing a mask correctly the people working there were not wearing masks at all over their chins for chin protection what is that going to provide and recently it's just little things people are not willing to play their part because they don't see it as affecting them like oh it won't affect me it will wear your mask correctly i don't even see like stewards people working at like like train stations they tell you to wear masks and they don't wear them themselves like they're putting other people at risks on themselves and I think it's a big, a big uh, factor as to why we're going into this third lockdown now. It, it's how many more are we going to have if people keep carrying on with the mindset that they have? Well, I think the big problem in the most recent few months has been that people haven't been following the basics, the basics of hand, face, space, get a test if you've got symptoms, self-isolate if you get a positive test. These are the basics of controlling the virus. And we've seen, especially from young people, a reluctance to follow the rules. And I think if people followed these basic rules, I mean, they're not that taxing in comparison to a, lock a lockdown, uh, we would be in a much better position now. So perhaps if people started following the basics of hand space space, you know, we, we wouldn't be seeing rising cases because there wouldn't be room for the virus to transmit and we wouldn't end up in these terrible places with national lockdowns. Yeah, um, I was talking to somebody earlier about these um, restrictions and uh, he was very uh, angry at them. And the thing that um, I felt that he was most angry about was Boris Johnson pr promising 
this kind of Christmas. He, he promised it to the people and the people expected a normal, not normal, but a Christmas. And that's been taken away. And I think that is, that has been a big mistake from this government because they should have been looking at the cases more. I've just got, I've got the London cases up in front of me and you can see the trend. You can see it's going up. There's an upward trend going on. They should have seen that and not promised anything. They shouldn't have promised anything a month ago because you have no idea what's going to happen in the space of a month. It's a very, a very precarious situation. And another big thing has been this new strain of the virus, which is um, one of the main reasons that um, this lockdown has come into force. Um, the new strain of the virus is said to be at least 70% uh, more uh, transmitting, but it's also less um, like dangerous in terms of, uh, in terms of deaths. So, um, Tommy, Oh no, I was going to go to Rajan first. Is that right? Yeah, Rajan. Yeah, so I hear you, I hear all of you speaking about people not obeying the laws. And I think one of you mentioned uh, in Westfield, just no one wears masks, or pe either some of them wearing them incorrectly, not obeying and not following the basic principles. I'll just give you a bit of perspective. Um, where I live, I live in the United Arab Emirates uh, in the city of Dubai. And I'll tell you what, that people generally, and you can see it as well, uh, when I go out in public spaces, you won't find a person without not wearing a mask. You'll find everyone wearing a mask, everyone obeying some form of social distancing. I mean, of course, if it's like a tightly packed space, there's nothing much you can do about it. But I think that's why... Dubai, that's why you see so many people, so many celebrities, people, people are calling Dubai London's back garden, because literally, just the amount of people just coming into Dubai is just insane, but I mean, fair enough, Dubai's got it sorted, I think there's a whole public understanding as well, um, so it's sad to see for you guys, but we'll, we will be having a pretty decent Christmas. But still, we'll, we'll, we will be staying at home. We will be staying at home. But we can still go out to public spaces. It's pretty calm. And uh, everyone pretty much follows the rules, yeah. Yeah, it was on the last like coronavirus episode, we were talking about it. Lily asked the question of, uh, what, should we have a normal Christmas or not? And the kind of consensus was, yes, but it should be shorter and less people. And I think we've always known that it's not going to be a normal Christmas. But this new plan has um, kind of changed it for a lot of people who already put plans in place. The government had been saying, okay, you need to self-isolate for five days before you go and see family members. So it's been a, a very quick shift, although I think you could have predicted it from maybe what the media was saying. And these briefings, there is a bit of a worry that these briefings are always getting out before uh, Boris Johnson speaks. Like we already knew that we were going into tier four before four o'clock today. And um, I don't know, has anybody got um, a point on that or Tommy? Um, yeah, I think with the isolation rules, it's been very confusing. Like our school, uh, the entirety of my year group got forced to isolate on Tuesday. We all got sent home because of an outbreak in the year group. And I was told 48 hours, just a quick precautionary measure since you haven't been in direct contact, but some of your close friends have. So I did that. And then I was told again after that 40 hours to do another 48 hours, which ends at midnight tonight, which I have now um, 
found out that we're going into tier four, which is not very fun since I need a haircut, which isn't the highest on everyone's priority list. But I find it very annoying that this lack of communication and this lack of like the 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 way that they like tell you to do things, it's not very organized, I guess you could say. It's like if if you have been tested, I've been tested, it was a while ago, I got tested negative. And if I've been in contact with someone who have been in contact, I think it's a bit ridiculous that I have to do this. I get it as a precautionary measure, but the way that they've they've communicated it, it's not very helpful. Well I just think on the uh communication point i as i said earlier i think the government's communication throughout this pandemic has been all right um i don't think it's been it's been brilliant but i think it's been all right i think the messages have got across to people well enough that they can understand them i think it's just a, then a question of whether people are going to follow them or whether the rules themselves are actually understandable in the first place um and i think uh, government's briefing before announcing is 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 nothing new uh, it's not leaks um it's just them floating things in the press so i don't really have a problem with that um so long as it doesn't cloud the message overall i don't think that that's happening so i think definitely in the future we need to be seeing some some clearer communication from the government but i think it's been all right i think it's been good enough for people to have a proper understanding because we're not a country for full of boneheads. We are actually quite clever people. Um, in fact, that's something that the government would hopefully um, understand a bit more and so they can put a bit more trust in people to um, do the right thing rather than having to regulate us so harshly. I think that's what they have tried to do, to be fair to the government on this one. They have, have, have given people individual choice for a bit of the pandemic. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about Keir Starmer because on Wednesday in PMQs, he suggested a lockdown uh, for London um, in one of his questions. Um, so uh, on Twitter, people have been calling him Captain Foresight uh, as a nod to um, Boris Johnson calling him Captain Hindsight um, a few months ago. Um, so um, does anybody think we should have more cross-party talking than there has been in this pandemic? Uh, I'll go to Rajan and then we can uh, delve into that point. I'd just like to respond to and ask Cameron a question. You said you should, the government should put some more trust in the people. In which ways do you mean put some more trust? Because don't you think that the reasons why we've gone into tier four is because the government has put too much trust in the people? I think the reason we've gone into tier four is, uh, is, is actually the opposite. The government has tried to regulate people too much it's caused too much anger and distrust among people towards the government and now people are literally too annoyed to follow the rules in some uh, instances because they're not seeing the sufficient evidence to back that up um, and i i think that the government have done as i said a decent job of communicating their regulations which is why uh, i think that people started following them uh, at first but now that the uh, reasons for the regulations are becoming less and less clear people are becoming more and more distrustful uh, and this is why we're seeing now areas like london moving into tier four uh, or an entire new tier basically lockdown um, and i think if 
if the message is clear, people will follow it. All this regulation, all this fining, uh, I think I think we might be taking a bit too far. That's understandable, yeah. And uh, I guess we just have to see what the people say now. I think massive distrust right now. I mean, we see the online reactions. People are fuming. Is it going to get worse? Is it going to get better? We've got a lot to see in the next few weeks. Finish. All right. Um, does anybody kind of want to talk about um, his time? Should there be more? Um, cross-party cooperation. Uh, last time, it, there was really a sort of cross-party cooperation was during the war when we saw um, a like a wartime government uh, form. Should we have seen something like this during this pandemic, or has Boris Johnson got it right and uh, we should have uh, listened to him? Um, uh, Cameron, I think that um, considering the situations that we've been in, there has been quite a bit of uh, cross-party communication. I think the thing is, you have to distinguish between the government and the opposition. And at the end of the day, it's the government's job to govern, it's the opposition's job to um, offer constructive criticism and, and, and through a pandemic to help the government um, throughout it. And I think, to be fair to Labour, they have been uh, pretty constructive throughout this pandemic. There's not been that many, I think, uh, moments when they've just gone full out to oppose the government, uh, which is good because that would completely cloud the message. Uh, I think uh, one slight issue I remember when Kay Green, the Shadow Education Secretary, said that uh, this was a good crisis for Labour that they should exploit. I think that was one big mess up, definitely from Labour's part. But besides that, uh, I think under Keir Starmer, they've done a decent job of um, making sure that they they clarify the government's message, but also to make sure that we're heading uh, in a sensible direction. But does it not just feel like Keir Starmer is um, suggesting these things, for example, the firebreaker lockdown and then this one in PMQs, Boris Johnson's not listened. He's then a few days later realised he's wrong and then they've had to change it or change all the messaging. Well, well, on the firebreak lockdown, first of all, we see in Wales that that didn't work, uh, and in Northern Ireland it didn't work. Um, so I don't think there's any evidence that um, that would have been a good decision. And based off and and the reason that the government's policies changed is after um, a meeting with the scientists today. So that's why the government's message has changed today and not any earlier. Because at the end of the day, Keir Starmer uh, didn't have that scientific evidence. He just um, made the right. Uh, choice in foresight to put that to the PM earlier in the week um, and now we have that evidence uh, it's quite clear um, perhaps that the government are now going to take this path. But I'm, I'm looking at the numbers here in London if we look at them we see um, it from the 1st of December we've seen a big spike in London from the 1st of December so and Kiss, this is public like knowledge this isn't like Chris Whitty or the scientific um, advisors this is like public knowledge and we can see that there's a rise in cases that's why Keir Starmer suggested it it's not just some random suggestion pulled out of the blue and then on a firebreak and lockdown well I haven't actually looked at the uh, numbers in Wales uh, but what I what was more suggested was um, two weeks earlier it should have been two weeks earlier if you looked at the numbers it should have been two weeks earlier and that's what Keir Starmer's done throughout this pandemic he looked at the numbers and he's made good decisions. Uh, Rajan. 
you all talk about some really, really good cross-party unity right now in these times. But in the beginning, don't you think that there was so much disagreement between Keir Starmer and Boris Johnson? I, I saw from both of them in Parliament and also on party social media lines that all of them just the wish to undercut each other for one-upmanship. Did you, didn't you see much of that at the beginning or now? Or... Well, or do you think it's got better? Keir Starmer has talked throughout this pandemic about cross-party um, kind of co- cooperation. He's talked about being constructive throughout this pandemic. And I don't think Labour have been out to score political points. I think they've tried to do the right thing and what they believe they would have done if they were in control of the pandemic. So I don't agree with you, actually. I think Keir Starmer has pushed this message of cooperation and it's been stuck, stuck to throughout the pandemic. Uh, Cameron and then Tommy. Oh, apart from um, Kate Green, who obviously said, as I said, that it was a good pandemic, it was a good crisis that the Labour Party should um, should uh, take advantage of. So perhaps not everyone in the Labour Party is particularly happy that they are working in cooperation with the government on many issues. However, I do think that Keir Starmer has shown good constructive leadership throughout this, and, and I say that as a there's an open Conservative supporter, so I mean that says everything you need to know. I think about Keir Starmer's effective leadership so far. Yeah, it's been. I think it's been from more the socialist left wing sort of faction of the party, where that um, kind of more pressure on the government has come from, and we've seen that over social media. Um, we're going to wrap up now, but I'll just go to Tommy for the final point. Yeah, about Boris Johnson not really listening to Keir Starmer's suggestions, isn't that the purpose of the opposition? It's for Boris, for the Prime Minister to look at the opposition and say, no, I don't want to hear what you have to say. I'm going to try and do what I can do best to keep the public trust. And that didn't work out for Boris. We've seen that and he's become a laughing stock if he wasn't already. Um, and I think with the circuit breaker lockdown, the two weeks, I think this isn't based off any scientific research, but in my opinion, I think that the numbers would be up more at, at this point in time. People would have gone after it and they'd say, oh, we've just had this circuit breaker. We should be fine to do whatever we want to do. And infection rates would have gone up. And I think it's a bit harsh to slander the government on not knowing what to do, considering they didn't even know. Like, if they knew that the pandemic was going to be this big on this scale, they would have shut down the borders at the first notice in February. But it's hard. You can't see into the future. And I think it's something that we need to kind of look at the government and say, oh, they're trying their best. Yeah, I think, yeah, they have tried their best. I don't know if it's been the best, but they have tried their best, that's for sure. Um, On the circuit breaker lockdown point, I just want to kind of uh, respond to that, because um, the circuit breaker lockdown Keir Starmer um, um, proposed was three weeks long. We eventually went into one for four weeks. But the thing about a circuit breaker lockdown is you can increase the time if the numbers haven't gone down. If you haven't seen the uh, reaction to the numbers that you would have wanted, then you can increase the lockdown. And it would have been better for businesses, better for suicide, better for cancer treatment if the lockdown was shorter um but yeah i th- i mean i think that's all we've got time for because cameron's got to go but thank you everybody for uh, being here on such short notice uh, make sure you subscribe because we on monday we've got the actual episode uh, that we uh, recorded yesterday uh, the christmas special um is very funny um everyone involved thank you for doing that and then in uh, next week's episode it's the end of year one and uh, I'm very excited about that so make sure you subscribe thank you everyone for being here and thank you for listening